gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. Just Informed Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Craig James, with our co-host, Nick No, and, and today's a big day, folks. A lot happening already this morning. We have major outages across the country. It looks like perhaps half the country or more may be under some kind of cyber attack as we speak. Uh, again, this is not to spread panic, but to make you aware of the situation right now, it's being reported that we have more than 60,000 AT&T customers who say they're unable to make calls. But this goes far beyond AT&T. This is hitting Verizon. This is hitting T-Mobile. This is hitting FirstNet, which is the uh, first responders network. This is hitting Cricket Wireless. This is hitting U.S. Cellular and many more. So one of the people who happens to be in in the uh, uh, affected zone right now is our good friend and co-host, Nick No. So I want to bring you on quick, Nick, to give us an update on what it's like out there where you are. Uh, You're not here in the front range with us yet. Uh, You will be soon, hopefully. But right now, you are actually in the middle of one of these outages. Tell us what it's like there and uh, give us an update on what you're, you're experiencing. Well, Craig, thank, um, thanks for uh, bringing me on. Yeah, it's uh, – I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, I, I – um, it's funny. We had a conversation last night, and um, and I thought, oh, my phone's out because, you know, I get my hand slapped or something, you know. But uh, it says SOS, and uh, it wouldn't – it would not allow the, uh, the Wi-Fi to connect for whatever reason, uh, even though the cell phone signal's gone. It would not allow me – to use my Wi-Fi for the longest time, but now it's allowing it. Um, and uh, now I've got it up and running at least with Wi-Fi on my phone. But, uh, you know, at first I was I thought to myself, man, that is the weirdest thing. And then uh, I looked online and it's happening for a lot of people. Yeah, it's not just you. This outage is happening across the board. Uh, we have big uh, story coming out of, let's see, I had it pulled up here. Let me just pull this up real quick. Zero Hedge reporting here, cell service outages uh, reported across the United States. Uh, All of the the companies I listed, including uh, Consumer Cellular, Boost Mobile, and Straight Talk, are experiencing major outages as we speak right now. This seems to be more concentrated uh, west or east of the Mississippi, it seems, and and, and toward the central part of the United States. But this is a part of uh, the next generation of warfare, right, Nick? I mean... We're not going to see kinetic warfare as it sta- as it stood historically, I-, I believe. I think the next generation warfare is going to be uh, mostly digital attacks, cyber attacks, infrastructure attacks. And what mo- what is the, one of the most important parts of our infrastructure? It's our cell, cell networks and our cell coverage. And uh, whether this is some sort of, I don't know, I mean, this is a, a glitch, a ghost in the machine, something that is a technical error on our part or an outside attack. 
it's hard to say at the moment. I mean, I'm sure even if it was an outside attack, there's no way they'd ever tell us, right, Nick? Yeah, especially because that's a national security issue, especially with that. not only that, but the emergency line is down, which would be required for them to cause chaos in the United States. Uh, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but um, the emergency line is available. They're, they're, they're prioritized first. Um, you know, first responders, the uh, uh, gasoline stations, the grocery store, that sort of stuff is all prioritized first. And, and they all run off take of, that down. And they all run off of FirstNet, right? That's the, the priority network, right? Yeah, that's, I think that's right. Yeah, FirstNet is the first responders network. It is the one that gets priority over all of the networks because it is uh, critical infrastructure related, meaning it's related to, like you said, things like, um, you know, credit card services, things. But I think predominantly it's related to, uh, you know, first responder services. So when you pick up the phone and call 911, uh, they want that to work no matter what. So they have a separate system that takes priority over all other systems. And it seems as though, though at, at the moment, um, it's not just the major cell phone providers. It's also First FirstNet that's getting hit right now, which would lead me to believe it's it's either a very big uh, technical disaster that, that is some sort of, you know, we did it ourselves and it was an accident, which is hard to believe at this point given the fifth generational warfare we're facing, but, or it's an outside attack because you, if you, like you said, Nick, if you want to cause chaos, you'd hit that to make sure that there is chaos in the streets, right? Yeah, that's, that's what they would target. And, um, you know, the fact that that's down to me says that whoever, if, if it is an outside state actor, or even if it's a deep state inside the United States, it, uh, it's very hard to do that without uh being stopped or um you know it's you have to have lots of money lots of skill and lots of really good hardware to be able to do that and don't forget you know there is such a thing as penetration testing where you know we do hit ourselves in order to analyze our weaknesses and then formulate strategies to overcome uh, outside attacks so and if that were the case, too, they would do it without us knowing because, you know, you pick a random day like a Thursday when nobody's really paying attention, hit it, and then examine, you know, where your weaknesses were, where your, you know, uh, basically penetration testing is, is a way to understand weaknesses and flaws so they can be fixed and modified to prevent a, a further, you know, uh, attack that would be of a larger scale in the future, right, Nick? Is that is that, that that's how penetration testing works in most scenarios right yeah it's a dry run they want to see if their their uh, technology works and if they really wanted to target us they, and they already got to that point then they would have done it then um so that to me tells me you know it's definitely an organized and concerted effort probably a state actor it could even be uh the safari club the um, breakaway CIA organization that has basically unlimited funds to do these sorts of things, and that happened whenever Carter was in office. The uh, you know their excuse for creating it was that they thought he was going to get rid of the CIA, so they created a parallel CIA, and that's probably who's running this up. Well, good to know. We'll go ahead and, you know, make sure we uh, just keep everybody posted on the updates of that story. But we have other stories we want to get into today. I want to talk about 
Yesterday, our good friend Jay Deplorable from Swamp Fight had Representative Lauren Boebert on his show. A very fascinating interview, I guess. She is now uh, has moved officially her family over here to uh, eastern Colorado on the Front Range. She uh, came on the show, his show yesterday, and it was a, it was a great interview. I really appreciate the work JD did. He did a great job. He's going to be joining us in the second hour to talk about that interview. Um, you know, I, I my only complaint, Nick, is with with Lauren Boebert in particular. Here, here's my complaint. Okay, I, I like where she stands politically. I like her, you know, her fiery nature, and and yes, she seems like a a nice enough woman, but. First of all, here's the biggest problem for me with her. And, I, and I'm going to say this out loud because it has to be said. Uh, I will not back down from this no matter what anyone says. Uh, but here it is. You know, she ran for Congress in the district, uh, in the third congressional district, which is basically the western slope of Colorado, uh, going all the way down to southwest Colorado and up into uh, the, the kind of northwest area with you know, Aspen Vale and, and that entire Western Slope uh, range being in that district. Now, this is something that I think is very interesting is that, you know, she had this whole scandal down in Denver at this theater. And I mean, here's my question that, that unfortunately we didn't get to hear the answer to last night, which is simply put, her opponent, she accused of being unelectable because of having an affair in a storage locker in Aspen. And that was her main complaint. And that's what kind of pushed her across the line because it was a very tight race, mind you. And that scandal is what prevented uh, her opponent from defeating her. Now she's moving to the 4th Congressional District and she's had this big scandal down in Denver. And my question is that I want to hear her answer is, is how is what she did any different than what she accused her opponent of doing? I haven't heard a good answer yet. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Mama told me. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We have uh, some people texting in. Somebody texted in and said, cell calls are 
VOIP and depend on the internet. Uh, same network. Okay, that's that's a good contribution. We appreciate it. Uh, that that that's what we're kind of updating everybody on. This is the Just Form Talk Radio Show, by the way. Craig James, Nick No. Uh, we are here talking about the biggest breaking story right now, which is obviously cell phone uh, coverage, cell cell systems being out across the country in certain parts right now. That's a big story. It's developing. We'll keep you updated on that as we go forward. Um, but one of the things I want to talk about on today's show was this, uh, interview with Lauren Boebert. And, and before the break, I was just saying, you know, Jade Deplorable, our good friend from Swamp Fight here on KHNC radio had Lauren Boebert on the show last night and they did a great interview, which I thought was, you know, very informative as far as getting a lot of information on her positions on things, which I, I appreciate. However, you know, my my question that I don't I that didn't get answered that I really wanted to see her answer as a as a member of the fourth congressional district who is going to have to make a decision as to whether to support her or not was essentially that in her original race in the third congressional district she accused her opponent of essentially being um, you know an unelectable kind of degenerate person for having an affair on his wife in a storage locker and that's what pushed her over the threshold there she was in a very tight race and barely won it but it was i think everybody can agree it was that scandal that pushed her across the finish line in that race and now she's moving districts so she switched from the western slope of colorado to the eastern uh, uh front range of colorado and she's now living here in windsor which she said last night on the radio show it's no secret i'm not doxing anyone but she said last night she's in windsor which is right up the street from where we are broadcasting from here in johnstown she was actually in this studio right here that i'm in uh last night and one of the questions that I really wanted to get answered as a constituent, a possible constituent in the future, was, you know, how is the thing she did in Denver, which was going to a theater and engaging in inappropriate uh, relations with a, a, some, you know, liberal left-wing bar owner from Aspen that was all caught on camera and some really inappropriate behavior, how is that? any different than what she accused her opponent of in the third congressional district and why does it seem like she's just switching districts because she sees an opening uh, and a weakness here with ken buck stepping down when in reality she knows that if she tried to run in her original home district she knows she's unelectable now because there's no way it, it was a tight election before but i mean you cannot tell me for one second that she's going to be able to sell the people that well when she did it it was different because she's the victim and that's the story i got i mean the story i've heard over and over again is that she was going through a divorce and that her husband was arrested for beating her up i I, and that's horrible i'm not saying that that's acceptable or tolerable but that you know she just made a mistake because she hadn't had love in a long time i mean listen it it as a, a Christian, I know we make mistakes and if we, we repent, God forgives us and we can move forward with our lives. But at some point, you have to realize that, you know, I would just like to hear her response on this. You know, it's it's a lot of obfuscation, a lot of a canned statements and a lot of, you know, official seemingly, uh, you know, uh, focus grouped out thoughtful you know here we are this is my canned statement this is what happened this is why i'm moving but to me nick 
I just see it as one. And we'll wait because JD's going to be joining us in the second hour to to discuss all this. I, I'm going to definitely ask him uh, about that and much more because that's what I'm interested in as a voter. And it's not because I have any personal vendetta against Lauren Boebert. It's because I want to understand why she thinks she's going to be more electable here as opposed to back in her original district after doing the exact same thing that she accused her opponent of doing in the the district where she barely won before. It just, to me, strikes me as a little bit disingenuous and a little bit of, uh, you know, Let's see who else we can get, you know, to fall for it. And, and I don't mean that to, to knock her. I'm just saying, you know, her situation, I'd love to hear her explain it more clearly because I don't think we got that last night. We got a lot of her, you know, yes, we know she's she has a very good voting record, and I'm glad. That's good. But you also are electing a person based on their character, and I think this speaks to her character, and I'd like to hear her respond to it. Uh, she's more than welcome to call in to the show, 877-536-1360. She can call in right now. She's here in the front range. She has the capability to do that. She can call right in the show and give us a, a, a reasonable explanation for it. But that's okay. I'm not going to press it too hard because, look, at the end of the day, it's up to you, the voter, to decide. I'm just telling you what I, as one individual constituent in this district, would want to see from our elected official in the future. I mean, at what point do we sit back and say, okay, you know, there are other candidates out there who have just as strong, you know, records and just as strong beliefs. So I don't know, Nick, I, I digress. Um, what are you, any thoughts on that, Nick, before we get into the next stuff? Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I've got, a, I don't, I'm, I'm a zero tolerance person on, on cheating for my relationships. I would never, uh, before, you know, I was married and, and dating, but I would never, allow that you know it's just like a zero tolerance policy however um you know it's uh i don't know i think it complicates things i'm not saying it's right um but it, it definitely is not as uh, easy to understand if if uh, she was being abused and, and that was part of it but uh i don't know i i my uh you know i've my family has uh, worked for the Julian Center in one of the cities here, um, and uh, it's basically a, a, a battered woman's shelter and, and stuff. I've seen horror stories of how things could be, and, and um, you know, uh, you know, people make mistakes. And if she, you know, if she did that, then maybe she should, you know, say that that doing that wasn't right. And um, you know, if she apologizes for it or is genuine about how she feels about you know uh, what happened uh, at least she could do that and then uh, you know people the voters could take it or leave it for what she said you know and that's all I'm asking for I mean I, I know she gave her you know written statement which was this you know very very well groomed and, and, and very refined statement that kind of said well I made a mistake and I went down there and, and I did these things and I, and I apologize and I won't do it again and that's good and that's fine and, and you know what? If that's all she wants to say about it, God bless her. That's fine. But you're not going to convince me as a voter to support you if you don't give a better explanation from, from a heartfelt sense. Because, look, when you become a politician, it, like it or not, you are in the public uh, uh, You know, you are in the public light, and you have to be accountable for your actions. And all my question is, 
right? It's a very simple question. It's not, it's not even about attacking her personally because that has nothing to do with it. My simple, simple question is if she barely won an election in the 3rd Congressional District and she had to use this scandal for her opponent to, undermine, to basically to, to push her across the threshold to become elected there, now she has that same scandal in her closet and she wants us to put our support behind her why does why is is it different when she does it? And I know you have the the, the uh, you know I understand she's in a, a a bad relationship with her husband. I don't know how severe that was. You know that's obviously something we should be talking about uh, as far as if she wants to talk about it, but she doesn't have to. But the fact of the matter is that I just want to know how she's expecting us to believe that what she did is so far removed and different than what she accused her opponent of previously and now she's moving districts it it just feels to me a bit contrived a bit uh like you know like we're a bunch of rubes over here that she can just come over and 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 say oh well you know don't don't mind what i did when i was over there i'm i'm a different person now and that's how politicians are, unfortunately. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. It's probably why I would never be a politician because I don't want to get involved in this stuff. I don't want uh, – nobody, I'm sure, wants their personal life put on full display for the whole world to see. And every you know, low light and highlight being – especially low light being broadcast for everybody to nitpick and pick apart. So I understand that's my only question. It, it's a simple one. It should have a pretty simple answer, and that answer would – push me in one direction or another as far as me deciding to support her given that i live in this congressional district given that i will be voting in the upcoming elections so that's where i'll leave it uh, uh, we may pick it up or we will pick it up with jd later in the show and get his take on it because i think it's important but nick we have much more to go here and we have texters texting in here we are uh we have a texter saying for emergencies, please consider other means of reliable communication, such as satellite phones, ham radio, and for short-range carrier pigeons. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. That's awesome. Yeah, carrier pigeons. I'm going to start training them right now. Uh, we have somebody from the 763 saying, Lol, I got this text message before. Or, or they say, um, I got this text message from Never Nikki Haley on Wednesday. Saying, my name is not Michael. Who is Michael? Michael doesn't live here. Hi, Michael. Oh, this person isn't Michael, but they got a text message saying, Hi, Michael. Nikki Haley will be in Minneapolis for a rally at the Doubletree Bloomington this Monday, February 26, 6.30 p.m. She wants you to join her there. You have a choice. Do you have... Do you want four more years of the chaos and drama of the past, or do you want to move forward with a new generation of conservative leadership? Don't miss this opportunity to hear from directly from Nikki about her plan to make America strong and proud before you vote on March 5th. And that's from our friend, I think, Kathy, out in Minnesota. And, yeah, you know, they have all of our numbers and databases, surely, if we've ever donated to the, the RNC or the GOP or whatever. So that's how they get your number, and, and it's all, you know, they have it all in databases. They all share it, so... That's how they did that, and uh, of course, that's what they're doing now. So, thanks for that contribution, and let's keep going. Though I have some stories that I want to cover here, Nick. You know, because of the cell phone hours, we didn't actually get to have our pre-meeting, so I know this is all going to be uh, very, very much uh, interesting for us to go down the rabbit hole on. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is the color revolution that is surely being staged right now. I have this video from Mike Benz explaining in detail, and I want to play this for the audience. 
on how they've historically ran uh, revolutions starting in World War II, the post-World War II, and now how that's all coming to fruition here in 2020 and now 2024. They have turned inward. They are running the color revolutions in America. That's what Black Lives Matter was. He talks about this uh, transition integrity project, which is sort of the the uh, uh, fusion center for the stealing of elections in America. And uh, this is Mike Benz, and I want to play this clip. I just saw a Liz Cheney clip posted by Representative Dan Bishop, and it had her describing Trump's run for president in 2024 as potentially the last election in American history. This echoes a long line of foreign policy establishment apex predators who are all now suddenly in unison championing this framing of Trump as a dictator, as an authoritarian. This is obviously stuff they've recycled from before, but it's all sort of converging right now. And, you know, this attack on democracy, dictator, authoritarian thing. And especially this framing of it being the last election if we don't stop it. Now, you have to recognize the trick here and go all the way back to the beginning. The framing techniques they're using right now are the same ones used in 1948 at the very dawn of the creation of the Central Intelligence Agency to create a predicate for dirty tricks. And I'll talk about what those dirty tricks are going to be, but just a quick history lesson here. Uh, the, the CIA was created under the Nas 1947 National Security Act, and the very first thing it did to rig an election overseas was to rig the 1948 Italian election, which was the first democratic election after World War II, you know, after Mussolini had been, had been gored, and, and suddenly Italy was torn between a Euro-Atlanticist, Western-backed political candidate for president and a Soviet-backed communist-sympathetic president. And the, and the Central Intelligence Agency, with support from the State Department and certain private interests, and, and certain interests within Italy itself, ranging from the Sicilian mob, who are, our national security state had partnered with because they were persecuted by, by Mussolini. So, the, so, so Italian street muscle was used as a sort of uh, makeshift resistance movement within Italy. We kept those networks. With, with, the, with the underground and with media institutions and propaganda institutions, we we bribed, cajoled, stuffed ballot boxes, the whole the whole dirty dirty works that you could possibly do. And uh, George Kennan wrote; he's one of the godfathers of the CIA. He wrote a memo after this happened. It's called "The Inauguration of Organized Political Warfare," published later that year, 1948, where he explains the logic of it. And, and basically, you know, writes a letter essentially to the intelligence community saying, "Listen, we're in the we're in the business of dirty tricks now. After World War II has has uh, has uh, has ended, because if we don't do dirty tricks, the Bolsheviks will, and these dirty tricks work." When we come back, I'm going to play more of that video because it does give you a good idea of how they are justifying behind closed doors their actions in subverting free and fair elections in america it's the same playbook they've been running since post-world war ii europe so you're going to want to stay tuned for that and much more you're listening to just form talk radio we'll be back after the break i'm joe jaquin ceo of the patriot trading group and i would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially 
as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. It, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No. And Nick, you know, we're talking about how the CIA has been running these color revolutions since post-World War II, uh, Europe, all the way into today. I mean, what they did in 2020 follows this playbook that was established back then. Now, again, back then, maybe they were correct in saying we had to do it to counter the Bolsheviks who were doing it. And I understand why that may have been uh, a necessity back then, because you had a communist running versus uh, a Western-backed individual. And that seems to have played itself out time and time again throughout Europe, interestingly enough, where you have, uh, uh, you know, pro, uh, you know, sometimes pro-European or pro-Eastern European, pro-Russian, et cetera, candidates versus, versus pro-Western candidates. And there's some necessity there. But for people out there listening right maybe some of our liberal friends who say oh these these conspiracy theorists are just talking you know out of their backside about you know the cia because they're just a bunch of paranoid tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists let me play this clip real quick before we finish that video we started this is the uh former cia chief james woolsey admitting that the cia's job is to uh, uh rig elections but only for a good cause listen to this have we ever tried to meddle in other countries' elections? 
Oh, probably, but uh, it was for the good of the system in order to avoid the communists from taking yeah. over. For example, in Europe, uh, uh, in 47, 48, 49, uh, the Greeks and the Italians, we... We don't do CIA. that now, though. We don't mess around other people's well, elections, yeah? Well, <laughs> Only for a very good Can cause. Can you do that? Do a Vine video on us, former CIA director. Only for a very I mean, first off, Nick, that is James Woolsey from the CIA. Well, you know, we, we may be doing it. It's like, wait, what? Like, how is this not going on? What is wrong with you people, right? Yeah, you know, uh, Woolsey actually... Um, he he published a book saying that, and recently saying that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and that he was a Russian agent. Okay, buddy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, this is just wild. And uh, I want to pick back up, if I can, where we left off on that previous video. So let's listen. If I, I got to pull it back up, unfortunately. Let's do that. Here we go. This happened. It's called the Inauguration of Organized Political Warfare, published later that year in 1948, where he explains the logic of it and, and basically you know, writes a letter essentially to the intelligence community saying, listen, we're in the, we're in the business of dirty tricks now after World War II has, has, uh, has, uh, has ended because if we don't do dirty tricks, the Bolsheviks will, and these dirty tricks work. And he goes on to explain that the, the, the problem was is if the communist candidate had won the presidency there in Italy, then there would be no elections in Italy again, possibly. So we had to rig this one. We had to stuff ballot boxes. We had to work with the mob to bust up any, uh, any pro-Soviet uh, meetings that were happening in Italy. We had to use street muscle. We had to go dirty, dirty, dirty using CIA tricks to rig the election because it might be the last election ever if we don't. So it was a predicate used to establish a protocol around doing things that you're not normally allowed to do in an election cycle if someone poses an existential threat to you know the the, the system of of governance that they call democracy now we saw this happen in 2020 for example the transition integrity project which was this uh, you know 65 person hugely influential group of people this included donna brazil the former head of, of the dnc michael Steele, the former head of the rnc so the two most recent heads of both major political parties as well as about 60 some officials from the department of defense the department of state the intelligence community and then other cluster networks around everything from journalism to uh to to champions of industry and they had a role-play simulation about how to overturn the 2020 election. This is in June 2020, five months before the election happened, about how they could overturn the election if Trump won to save democracy and make sure that he would not be able to have a second term. This is, they had simulation three. I've posted this a million times, but I'll put it in the thread below. Sim, they did four simulations. In simulation number three, John Podesta personally played a role-playing role of Joe Biden. John Podesta, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager and now runs the largest pot of money in the entire federal government, a $370 billion slush fund for energy project, projects. He personally role-played the role of Joe Biden. And what did they do? 
it was in this role play, it was dirty tricks. The, the simulation went as follows. If Trump won a, a, quote, clear victory at the Electoral College, but had lost the popular vote, they were going to mobilize Black Lives Matter street muscle. They wrote this. Mobilize Black Lives Matter street muscle and use their anger to, to essentially become a pro-Biden, anarcho-tyranny force that would shut down the country as a color revolution does in Serbia or in Tunisia or as the CIA organizes abroad. Who is the head of the Transition Integrity Project, by the way? It was, uh, it was a woman named Rosa Brooks, who was a former high-ranking Pentagon official, who in her own book talks about how she had a CIA blue badge, which allows you to access essentially the inner sanctum of the CIA and is currently sort of masquerading as a, maybe that's too strong a word, but is, is currently employed as a professor of democratization studies at Georgetown, which if you know what that means, that means she teaches courses on how to overthrow governments. Now, as we know, you know who else was a professor at Georgetown, right, Nick? Uh, good old Hunter Biden, right? Wasn't he an honor a professor there at one point, teaching classes? Oh, actually, um, a Jesuit priest is a is a teacher there, and he's the guy that um, did uh, the inauguration prayer before uh, uh, Joe Biden went into oh, no. office. Yeah, like Georgetown is full. I mean, chocked full of these cutouts for these intelligence agencies. All right, let's 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 listen to the rest of this video. There, from the Time Magazine article that came out just weeks after the election, uh, it turned out that the Chamber of Commerce had, it, had a deal struck with the AFL-CIO, which used to be called the AFL-CIA by, uh, by, by folks back in the 1960s because of how closely it worked with the Central Intelligence Agency as street muscle for overthrowing foreign countries, as what happened in Poland with the trade unions there under Lech Walesa, and in many other countries, but I'll save that for another time. The Chamber of Commerce and the AFL-CIO came to a mutual agreement for a stand-down of the destabilizing protests they had planned if Trump had won the election. The Time Magazine article stipulates this. Now, wouldn't you know, the Chamber of Commerce and, and, the, and the, the unions are two of the four stools of the National Endowment for Democracy, which has four branches. The National Democratic Institute, which is for basically Democrat Party payoffs on foreign policy initiatives. The International Republican Institute, which is for Republican Party payoffs on international initiatives. The Center for International Private Enterprise, which is the Chamber of Commerce wing of the CIA cutout. And the Solidarity Center, which is the, which is the street muscle uh, labor union wing of, the, uh, of the, the CIA cutout known as the National Endowment for Democracy. So you had this, these blob creatures in charge of these destabilization plans. We know that the same way these kind of destabilization protests to shut down the ability to govern are done by our national security state abroad, it happened to have an identical structure in 2020, and it was all done on this predicate that if we don't stop this now, if this man, even, even if he wins fair and square, the country won't be normal after. You know, there will be the last election ever. The same phrasing they used to justify rigging the Italian election in 1948. This is the predicate to set up those same Department of Dirty Tricks again. I mean, Nick, <laughs> you got you to believe them when they tell you what they're doing. They don't hide it very well. They just do it. It's, it's almost like they don't care. 
We're going to talk about it when we come back. I'm going to get your thoughts, Nick, and, and we're going to kind of dive a little deeper into it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC, 1360 AM, and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October, Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. And uh, Nick, you know, we just listened to Mike Benz kind of go through the history of the CIA and these color revolutions and how it's it's almost identical what happened in 2020 to what has happened historically throughout, you know, most of Europe and South America with how they run and Europe or in, excuse me, Northern Africa uh, how they run these color revolutions, and he kind of went through the history of why it started, but how they, I mean, if they started back in the, in the 1940s, Nick, and they've been doing it since, and I played that clip of James Woolsey, the former CIA chief, saying, I didn't, uh, maybe we do, maybe we don't, when they asked if they do election uh, interference here, then <laughs> what makes me be- what why should I believe for one second that that what Mike just explained in in how the AFL CIO and the uh, election or in, in what was it the inter- uh, election integrity project I think it was called uh, how all of these institutions these these things where they were wargaming out scenarios on how they could stop Donald Trump because he's a dictator and how they were going to unleash uh, Black Lives Matter. I mean, people who live for the 2020, Nick, remember, I mean, it may be so far, I mean, maybe COVID wiped the memory of some people. They, they can only remember back to COVID. But before COVID, cities were being burned down. Uh, entire populations were being violently extorted by a bunch of racist thug criminals who kept, you know, chanting their racist slogans as they marched down the street, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And if you said White Lives Matter or All Lives Matter, they said, you're a racist, get them. And they would attack people and they would hurt people and they were, I mean, they were murdering people. They were doing all kinds of violent activities and they were being supported by this, by this system, uh, this, this corporate uh, structure that was funding them to the tune of you know hundreds of millions of dollars, right? So 
explain to me, Nick, why I should believe that they didn't do what we know they did in 2020 and, and why they're not framing that same exact type of scenario for 2024. Yeah, that was all a setup too, by the way. If, uh, if you go look at the factory in Minnesota that Black Lives Matter rioted in and they burnt everything down, they burnt this factory that made mannequins. And these mannequins were used for teaching first responders how to um, you know, uh, clear airways, uh, do compressions, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and the most peculiar thing about it is one of the very lifelike uh, mannequins that they had made or whatever the device is called it looks just like um george floyd oh no but don't ha- say but it with hair not, it's not true. george it- floyd not saint george floyd no i can't no, I, <laughs> here's the thing i don't know about george floyd being a mannequin just as much as i don't know if jeffrey epstein's body was a mannequin here's the thing obviously obviously Without even getting into that realm, because I understand that you know that that could be a wrap. Maybe that's for Ten Full Friday, but yeah. just let's 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 kind of keep it on the, the track of like what happened in Ukraine, what the Maidan Revolution. Why were the pro-Russian uh, uh, leaders who were democratically quote unquote elected there uh, deposed, right, and overthrown in this revolution yep. where snipers open fire on crowds, and all of a sudden you have chaos and anarchy, and then. Kolomoisky astroturfs in this this new leader who's going to bring about a new day, and next thing you know, they're in full-scale war with Russia, right? And then in, in the United States, I mean, everything that happened preceding the, the COVID outbreak, I mean, it, it, it literally was a cutout of a, of a revolution, right? Uh, one of these yeah, color revolutions. I saw that all go down, and I know that our United States government actually overthrew that government. And Mike Pompeo said something about it yesterday on Twitter, and I saw that post, and I was like, man, look, I get it. If it's if it's like a communist regime, do it in China, buddy. Do it in China. Get rid of communism. That's our enemy. You know, but it, it, otherwise, you know, if countries are autonomous, stay out of their business, man. Um, but I saw what happened. We installed, we, we got rid of um, the guy who was in there who was pro-Russian. I mean, it was uh, I think pro-Russian his name was Yakunovich or something like that. And he was, yeah, and he was a reasonable guy. And, of course, he wanted to keep ties with Russia because their entire economy is tied to Russia. The, the entire economy. So – um, you know, and their manufacturing, a lot of their food and other things. Well, their they entire the economy, basket. except for the industrial money laundering sector. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so so they were doing fine. You know, not you know great, but you know it could it could be a lot worse, and it ended up being worse. Um, you know, the United States goes in there, use Kolomoisky um, to install Zelensky, and I'm not even sure that ele- that election was certainly rigged using hammer and scorecard you can google search those hammer and scorecard and uh you know we took over uh, ukraine but before that you know george soros himself he said that he already started uh, put a foundation in there uh before the wall even fell during you know uh, during communism uh the ussr he had already in you know gone into there and started to take over the country and you know what's really bizarre about all of it is putin said in his recent interview with um, Tucker, he said, you know, basically for some reason, Ukraine was allowed to be autonomous in the USSR. They were just allowed to be themselves and, and not to be messed with. It's bizarre, isn't it? And then yet, and then of course you get uh, 
um, you know, Soros sliding in there with his guys. He gets everything prepped. And by the way, if you look at Zelensky and George Soros side by side, or even at like a split. Yeah, I know. Faces, They're like father and side. son. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, we had Colonel uh, Douglas McGregor on the show here not too long ago, and he explained, you know, what, what resources lie in Ukraine and how valuable they are truly to, to Europe and how, um, you know, Russia, even though they have a vast amount of resources, they use that uh, the corridor there to get to the, the warm water port, but also they utilize, they want, you know, it's a battle over that, that fertile farmland. I mean, this is some of the most fertile land in the world, right? Yeah, and if they, you know, it's President Trump's approach for diplomacy is not you don't go and smash and grab. You know, no, you just talk to them, say, hey, they're giving you a good deal. What do we got to do to make a deal with us or give you a better deal? And then you make the deal, you get the resources. It's that simple. But instead, we go in and smash everything and destroy an entire country and exterminate a genocide. That's a genocide that was happening right now. Those people are going through the meat grinder. They're just, they're taking, there's literally. A uh, mentally retarded person that they had on the front lines. Uh, I've seen it in, in recently on social media, and it's like, man, they're they're out of control. They are just killing their entire generation of people. And I bet you, watch what happens after this. There's going to be a vacuum. There's a power vacuum there now, anyway. But there's going to be a, a vacuum that's going to be filled by someone that they have in mind to give that land to. Yeah, as usual. Nefarious actions are afoot, so we're going to have to pay attention to what's going on there. All I know is this. When you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail, and our intelligence services are certainly quite the hammer. So it is something to pay attention to. It's what we're facing here now. They've turned it inward, and this is what we're having to expose. This is crazy that we have to do this, but... It's just the way it's the way it is. They, they they do not think we can govern ourselves. And that's dangerous because they think they know what best is for all of us, what the greater good is going to be served by. And that's a dark future for most of humanity. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware 
I think it's time we stop. Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, And, you know, we're talking about these color revolutions, Nick, and I think that it's no surprise that everything's being turned inward here. Um, you know, as you get individuals like Trump and others who are becoming populists and nationalists who are identifying what the real problem is here in the United States. And it's not necessarily that, you know, we are failing as a country. It's that we are our institutions are failing the American people time and time again because they've become self-serving. They've become corrupted. They've become inundated and overrun with people who uh, are within these small cliques and these secret societies who have allegiances outside of the Constitution. And this is the problem, Nick. It's not that we're saying that all CIA people are bad or all the NSA people are bad or all the military people are bad or all the you know police are bad or any of that stuff. The thing is... If you get enough people that are serving different masters, if you will, for lack of a better term, then you're going to have these competing factions. And, and that's what we're seeing. It's, it's almost like a cold and quiet internal civil war that is taking place behind the scenes. It's almost uh, it's just continuing to bubble over. And we see it when when COVID comes. We see it when the, the 2020 election interference happens. And now we're seeing it in the lead up to 2024 as you got Nancy Pelosi coming on air and others saying, you know, Trump is an existential threat because he's a dictator and he loves Russia and Russia is evil and we must, you know, fight them with NATO even though they want to join NATO, but they can never join NATO because they are the, the devil incarnate and we, sh- we share no common values with them and they are antithetical to what quote-unquote democracy is, except when you have this perverted definition of democracy that these people use, which is like, you know, uh, we- we'll let you have the illusion of choice in voting – but then you don't really get a choice. It, it, it becomes so destructive, such a destructive element in, in our in our country, right, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. You know, these people when they say our democracy. By the way, we're a republic. Um, you know, our democracy, our democracy. That what they're really talking about is their control grid matrix and using all the pillars of society. Their control is slipping, is what they're really saying. Our democracy that we worked so hard to build after World War II, you mean the one that's you know, crushing the United States economy? You mean the one that is uh, getting rid of God in our country? The one that is, is throwing color revolutions in our country? You know, it, it blows my mind that uh, it was even allowed to happen you know, with, with the Black Lives Matter stuff. I think they were provocateurs. They were pro- shoot, they were probably from other countries because they all had their faces covered, you know. Um, and it, I guess we'll never know. But, um, you know, clearly if they want to do something right now, they've got how many people? Two million people in the last six months or something that came across the border. Um, you know, it's – Hey, Six we're, we're months. How about right how about now. the last you know twenty years? You got thirty, forty, maybe fifty million people that have come across the border, and because you know they give us all these official statistics, Nick. But 
in reality, there's no way they can know an actual number. I mean, it would be it would be impossible. So they're just giving us numbers about like interactions and encounters. That you got to at least multiply that by you know two or three to understand the true scope and scale of the numbers that are coming across our border. And you know you have Chinese nationals coming across the border, and somebody texted in, rightfully so. Uh, you know they're just they just elected a Chinese national to uh, an election board in California, Nick. This person doesn't even speak English, I think. I mean, at least I've, I right. haven't seen them speak English. It's, it's, it's insanity. Also now, uh, they, the person texted in points out that the health director in Canada is a Chinese national. That's interesting. And uh, that's what we're facing. But you know what? We got more to come. Hour two. We're going to be joined by Jay Deplorable. Swamp Fight. We're going to talk to him about his interview with Lauren Boebert, and we're getting some other news stories. So everybody, t- stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Fox Business Report. The latest numbers on the job market continue to show it holding up at healthy levels. The number of new claims for unemployment dropped 12,000 last week to 201,000. It's a smaller than expected number of people signing up for benefits and continuing claims. Those still receiving benefits declined by 27,000 to 1.86 million. The numbers are a sign that layoffs are subdued or that those looking for a job are finding one quickly. There's fresh optimism about demand for artificial intelligence pushing tech stocks higher after NVIDIA's earnings rose by more than 400% in the recent quarter. The supplier of chips for artificial intelligence says demand is astronomical and NVIDIA's shares are jumping. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosolda, invested in you. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to WarriorMBS.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's WarriorMBS.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principle if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r-e-f-y.com or call 888-YREFI-24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe sent you the views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just the Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. It's hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show, and we are gonna be joined by a very special guest. He's a friend of the show. He's Jay Deplorable. You guys know him. He has a show here called Swamp Fight, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Saturday and Sunday at noon. And uh, without further ado, we want to bring him on because he had a big guest last night. We want to talk about that interview and much more. So let's go ahead and bring him right on the show. Jay Deplorable, welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. How are you doing today? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Doing great. Thank you. Well, J.D., I mean, here's uh, what I observed last night. I, I listened to your show. It was a great show. You did a great interview. You had a great guest. We were very uh, thankful that uh, you brought Lauren Bobert on. It was a, a very interesting conversation. A lot went down there. And, and obviously, you know, um, 
you've heard me with what I, you know, as a new constituent to this area and seeing what we previously had with Ken Buck, I know that anything different is a breath of fresh air. And you guys got uh, into some real detailed policy stuff and, and some interesting uh, takes that she has for her, you know, politics, which, which I agree with pretty much entirely. Here's the problem for me, J.D., and I'm going to start off with this question to you, and I know you can't answer for her. I'm not expecting that. But if I'm giving my personal opinion as, an, as a constituent here in the 4th the Congressional District of Colorado and how I'm going to be voting, the one question I didn't hear her answer clearly or thoughtfully was about her personal relationship. And, uh, and, and here's my question, Judy, and I don't want to put you on the spot at all. Because it was a great interview, and, and I like Lauren Boebert's, you know, overall policies and general uh, uh, political leanings. But as a voter, as a Christian, I have to understand how she wants me to believe a few things, okay? And and this is not even to knock her. It's just I want clarity. That's it. It's not even like I'm trying to attack her. It's I want to understand her, her thought process on this because it's about electability, Right. You have a person who was in the, the Congressional 3rd District before, and she did a great job there representing those people. But when she won her election, J.D., you and I both know she won on a very slim margin. And that margin was decided by a scandal that her opponent was engaged in in having an extramarital affair in a storage locker in Aspen, Colorado. Now, she told us during that campaign that her opponent's actions and behaviors were the reason why he was not, among other things, uh, an electable individual who would represent the beliefs and conservative values of Coloradans here in the state of Colorado. Now, my simple question for her, without being an attack on her personally, is how is what she did in that theater down in Colorado, in Denver, I should say, excuse me, how are her actions that she did there with him, that man, that, that bartender from what Aspen, who's a big liberal guy, donor, how were her actions different than what she accused her opponent of in her previous election? And how, J.D., is her abandoning her constituents in the 3rd Congressional District to come to our Congressional District to run in, in a race here Any going to help her conduct her? Uh, congressional district that is now going to be left without representation Th this to me jd is goes far beyond whatever she can say she can say all these great talking points and have all the right politics but your actions will always speak louder than your words and i personally as a constituent just want answers to those questions now you were able to interact with her yesterday and again i'm not trying to put you on the spot and i know you don't speak for her so i'm not expecting that but I'm, exp I'm only asking the question that what is your response to that as far as, you know, what did you perceive with her? And, and do you think that she had a clear enough answer to make that to justify these actions and, and everything that's happened? Or are you, you know, are you thinking, are you well, wondering I'm going to forget the, the question if you don't let me answer it. Uh oh, J.D., I've hit a nerve. <laughs> I've, I can tell I've hit a nerve with you. So go ahead. No, you haven't hit a nerve. It's just for crying out loud. Do you want me to answer the question, or well, now you're you now you're attacking me, and I'm asking you or? a question about Lauren Boebert. So I don't know. Am I not allowed to talk on my show? I can't speak. I can't. I can't speak for Lauren Boebert. That's not my job. If you want, if you want those questions answered, read all the stuff in the newspapers and on the social media. And I don't get into people's personal 
stories or rumors or drama or, you know, I've brought several candidates on the show and more to come. Okay. By the way. Well, there you go. Plenty more. That's the answer. The answer is I'll have to ask Lauren herself because that's that's all I'm saying. That's it. Otherwise, great interview. We really. I think she's it. answered it. She's answered it many, many, many times, many times. And um, I'm not trying to take up for her. I'm just saying that um, you know, number one, she did. She's not leaving her her district unmanned or whatever there's a very good candidate down there running and um you know her her explanation to me about that part which i think i can respond to is that because of the personal things going on in her life that it was um better for her to get a new start and you know, I have to take her uh, on her word for that, and I believe that. I mean, she has done a lot of very good things for us, the people, and America. And uh, I, I, I tell you this about her, no matter what you think. She's definitely a patriot, and I've never seen anyone who loves veterans and cops, etc., more than she does she's very very passionate about those things and she's very passionate about the country she's got almost four years under her belt now um, in the swamp in Washington DC and we talked about Trump how this you know he, he he was not a politician he came in with no political experience and and learned a lot in the first four years I think she's done the same thing. Um, you know, I don't. I, I don't know. I think that um, I really believe that she fights for the people and really does her best in that area. As far as the other stuff, yeah, she did some stupid stuff. I mean, I'll be the first one to admit that. But I really don't know any more than what you or anyone else knows. And, and honestly, J.D., I'm, you know I'm not trying to, to go in on you or, or her even. I'm trying to make it so that she understands that these are the kind of questions that are going to come up. This is the kind of stuff her opponents are going to be saying. This is the oh, kind of stuff on the— they have come up. Well, I, what I'm saying is we get more and more into this election cycle, J.D., that's the kind of stuff that people are going to be using to go after with. So I'm just saying I would love to hear her— give a, a, an explanation right so that so i can see for myself okay this is an electable person because x y and z this is their response this is what happened give us clarity i know she has her statement she put out i understand that but the questions i asked i think were were, were more detailed as far as like what her response would be anyway when we come back we're gonna get into much more everybody stay tuned you're listening to just informed talk radio i'm your host craig james with uh nick no we'll bring nick in to it as well and uh jay deplorable joining us here which we are very thankful for we'll uh we'll come back after the break and get into more stuff everybody stay tuned
Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Holy fly paper! Join me, Jay Deplorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon, right here on AM 1360. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No and Jay Deplorable from Swamp Fight here Wednesday at 5 p.m., Saturday and Sunday at noon. Of course, we were talking about his interview yesterday with Lauren Boebert, and I think I got the I got my questions out of the way, and that, that was what I wanted to say. I said my piece, and I'm, I'm happy with what I said, and I'll leave it there because I don't want to, uh, you know, obviously, we're not going to sit here and act like JD is going to be speaking on behalf of Lauren Boebert. I would like her to speak on behalf of herself, so now it's been known what my questions are, and that's it. Nick, I want to bring you in. What are your thoughts? Any comment or uh, observation on, on anything that you want to contribute? I don't know. You know, there's a couple of things. You know, I, whenever, let's say someone's been married for 20 years and they've been with somebody and uh, they pass away, when that happens, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, a time for grief and other stuff like that. And I don't know if men- mentally, I feel like, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but if, you know, if she's in a place where she is, you know, her, her mind might have just ch- checked out with him like he's not even you know there anymore and then it's uh you know makes them vul- makes people vulnerable so you know I'm not saying it's right or wrong but you know things happen sometimes like that not not for me but I, I've seen it happen to good people <laughs> well of course not for you Nick but uh, you know it I don't know I mean like look I personally I like her policies and everything I'm just trying to, I know it sounds like I'm being adversarial but it really is a genuine like this is what they're going to say. I mean, I'm just trying to present that argument and hear a response because you can't just duck and hide it. It's it's it's, it's going to come up. You know, that's what I meant, J.D., but what do you think? Yeah. Let me just say this, all right? She has already answered to all those questions hundreds of times over in the national and the local media and at several debates already, by the way, um, one just this past Sunday up in... Uh Uh-oh. Looks like we lost The other candidates are asking her all those questions at every one of these debates, and she's she's had no problem answering them at all. Matter of fact, last... um, Yesterday evening... Um, I brought a couple of those things up to her before, you know, we went on and her response to me was, she said, JD, 
you ask me whatever you want. She said, I have no problem answering questions to any of that if you want to. But but my thing is, is that, you know, I'll leave that to the other people. They've already asked all those questions. She's answered them over and over and over and over. I bring all these candidates on and I give them the same uh, exact treatment, every one of them, and Democrats as well, if they want to come on. What I want to know from them on my show, you know, my particular show, is why should the voters vote for you? What are you going to do for the people of northern Colorado and the people of the United States of America? That's what I want to know about. That's what we talked about. The rest of it, I'll leave to somebody else. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I personally think that uh, she, again, has strong policies. I'm just trying to bring up things that I think are going to be uh, more prevalent. And for me oh, as yeah, a constituent, for me as a constituent, you know, I'm new to this for area sure. and I want to know answers to these questions. And I haven't seen these these things being answered in other, uh, you know, forums yet. So maybe I need to do more research and go find some, you know, debate that she did somewhere where she answered these questions. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't heard it yet. So maybe that's my fault. Maybe I need to do more deep research on her. But granted, she wasn't my congressional representative. She still isn't. And she wants to be my congressional representative now. So, you know, that that yeah. plays a factor in it, too. Um, with Absolutely. That, you have every right. Yeah. And that's that's all I was saying. And, and again, I, again, I tried to be very clear. This is not a personal attack on her. I'm trying to ask questions that I want to know the answer to. That's it. Uh, OK, so here's the thing. We have people blowing up the text line. Let's go ahead and see what everybody's saying. We have a lot of texts, actually, texters, oh, actually. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, you know, <laughs> it's one of those topics where I'm sure people are being animated because they feel maybe the same way I do to a degree. Uh, they yeah, have to sure. hear what they say. Yeah, let's hear what they say. Here we go. We have um, somebody from the 970 texted in, and this was on a topic we were talking about earlier, Nick. They said the saddest, most pathetic part of all this is that we had an incredible opportunity to bring Russia into the Western orbit, but the Dem the corrupt Democrat Party under Hillary Clinton, Clinton contrived the false Russia narrative to claim Trump was a Putin puppet. Now Russia has been literally pushed into an alliance with China, the worst possible outcome. I agree. Uh, they also True. go on to say, uh, bingo, she initially lied about vaping. She was loud and obnoxious, all caught on camera, flipped off the staff on her way out of the theater and was dressed. I'm not going to read that inappropriately is what they but they say something else. But I'm not going to say that uh, bad visual to say the least. But they also say in, in follow up, her policies are strong, though, which is exactly what I'm basically saying to a degree. Uh, somebody else, somebody else texted and said, I'm curious. Did Lauren reach out to the station or vice versa? That that's their question, I guess, for you, JD. Did, do you want to answer that? Did did you reach out to her for an interview? Or did she reach out to you? No, I reached out to her. I've yeah been in contact with her for quite a while and okay. talked to her before and so yeah, I reached out to her. Also, we have somebody texting in our good friend Sandra saying. Um, she said, P.S., I really love Lauren. She's already run her race in Congressional District 3 and did well. She goes on to say, I believe she tarnished her brand when she lied about vaping in the theater and caused a big scene while being removed from the theater. Lauren would be wise to go back home to the Western Slope and give back to the patriots that faithfully supported her. I'm not saying that that's, that's wrong. I'm not saying that that's right. But 
That's what somebody said. So but don't forget, Craig. Don't forget, she did not inhale. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, as long as she didn't inhale, then then totally. I for, to scratch everything I've said so All far right. today, and, and I I retract right. every I retract my entire line of questioning from the get go here because she did not inhale. Good okay. point, JD. Uh, I like that, yeah. but you know, honestly, <laughs> I I, I want to see her succeed if she does, you know, run here. But I I understand that that. I'm not the only one who's going to need to have like clear, clear answers to those questions. You can tell our audience wants the same kind of uh, answers. And so that's why I brought it up. I think it's important. And uh, hopefully down the line, as we get close to the election, she'll have uh, many more platforms from which to uh, respond. And, very and you clearly. know what else, Greg? Yeah. You, you know why they're so passionate about it in District 4 in northern Colorado is because look at look at who's represented us for the last however many years and people they want somebody in there you know bottom line is did she do something stupid yeah okay but the policies and what whoever gets elected in district four what they are going to do for the people that's number one that's what's important because the guy they're replacing hadn't done squat and they're very the, the voters are passionate about it and, well, and as I, well as they you know they should be i agree 100 percent. and ken buck did betray us and i wasn't even here to elect him so it wasn't my fault i'm putting my hands up it wasn't on me that's on all you guys but i i say that in jest to, well, to, i didn't vote for him <laughs> i say it in jest because lucky boy yeah the, the whole point i'm trying to make here is that <laughs> you know we have people who are going to do the right thing but then you see this phenomena that happens, and we've talked about it here. You know, Madison Cawthorn pointed out, other people have pointed out where people are one way, right? When And they may come to Washington with all of the best intentions, right? They may come there and spend the first few years, you know, doing everything the people want and, 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 and making themselves these stalwarts of a movement. And then slowly but surely, the grind of D.C. wears them down. They get involved with these, you know, intelligence agencies that are running around that city doing all kinds of untoward things. And then they become different people slowly but surely. As you have noted in your show, Swamp Fight, they become what we call swamp creatures. And I'm not saying that that's Lauren. No. I'm saying that if... Definitely if we not. need an explanation as to why we should see what happened with that whole scandal and not think that this is a different person than who we sent originally from the third congressional district. You know what I mean? And, and that's my point. It's not it's yeah. not it's not sitting here trying to you think I want to pick on Lauren Bober? No, I don't. I personally I wish none of it ever happened because then it would be so much easier to say, yes, I support her because of her policies. And look, she's a good family person who has a great life. And, you know, she she's, uh, you know, re representing the morals that I believe in. But then when I see that video, J.D., and I'm a Christian, yeah. a conservative, and I see that the behavior when she thinks nobody's watching versus the thing I no see doubt. on TV, I get a little bit concerned. And that's it. That's all it is. I, I wanted to ask Nick about something, you know, and, and I brought this up a little bit last night, but she and I, I told her this. I said that she remind, reminded me a lot of Trump, you know, in, in various different ways. I already mentioned that a little earlier, but it's kind of funny in a way because 
I said last night, millions of people did not vote for Donald Trump in 2020 because of all the wrong reasons. And, you know, we make mistakes. He's made mistakes. He's rubbed people the wrong way because that's just who he is. One thing I can say for sure is is next election, I just hope that we vote for people who aren't going to change their policies and what they promised us they were going to do in Washington, D.C. when they get there. And I will say this for Lauren Boebert. She absolutely, most definitely has not changed her policies. And she, and she went in there and, you know, good or bad, she didn't care who who liked it or who didn't like it there in Washington. She, she did what she said she was going to do, and she stood up. And she's definitely 100% been in and always will be in Donald Trump's corner. And, and I do like that. Was, that. was there a question for Nick in there? Yeah, I'm just asking Nick if he sees similarities with, you know, what happened to Trump and what she's going through right now. I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, you know, there's she, nobody's perfect. And, uh, you know, the way I see it, though, I, I, we're under siege, guys. This is a war. And, you know, winner takes all. They are going to destroy the country. And, uh, you know, uh, in times of war, you know, even if you don't necessarily like her, um, you know, even if people didn't like Trump, you know, look, this this is the alternative. We are going to have nothing and, and enjoy it or whatever that guy says uh, from the economic forum, World Economic Forum. He wants us to eat bugs, you know, and not have uh, families <laughs> yeah. and then our kids be raised by the village and weird stuff like that. These people want to destroy us. You know, that's the alternative. Um, but, uh, you know, if she votes like Trump does or Trump would, you know, Trump uh, pre- um, says he would like, you know, then I, I say, you know, that's all right with me because, you know, as, as long as the interests of the people are put first in America first, I think right now, especially I, I can look past sort, that sort of stuff. I guess that's a good way of putting it, Nick. I, I honestly, genuinely want to have answers to questions that I feel are going to be coming up. This is not me. I'm not picking on her. I'm not trying to say I'm this guy who's like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know. But I see what's coming. I know what they're going to say. And, and if I can put it together now, her opponent's going to be putting it together easily. And uh, we don't want another situation where it's a tight race and this scandal becomes the differentiation between her winning and losing, whereas we have other candidates, right, J.D.? You've had some on the show who uh, are very capable and very conservative and very well, much, yeah, you know, upstanding. People. Yeah, so it's like all I'm saying is if we're being in full disclosure, it's like do we do we want to take a chance with somebody like that who has that in the, the closet, that has that, that issue, or do we want to take a chance with somebody who it's has the same America first policy, who has the same support for Trump, who has the same ideas and, and, and thoughts and beliefs who could possibly take us in the same direction without having to risk that kind of uh, political exposure. That's my point. And, and if people are going to roast me for it, I'm fine with that. I'm just somebody who's pragmatic and observant. nobody's going to roast you for it. Well, I you, mean, you know, that's that's you, I Craig. That I would be too. disappointed. I would be disappointed in you. I if mean, you didn't go there. <laughs> if you didn't go there, I would I would be thinking, why? Okay, 
What's going on? Yeah, I may, I may not have taken. Well, is this my... guy trying to softball me? <laughs> yeah, or well, I, I would be know, disappointed. But I, I, you know, I, 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 I the only reason I do it with you, JD, is because I, I feel like we're like brothers at this point, and I gotta because you know yeah. we go back and forth, dude. We we are heated and passionate, oh, and yeah. that's what is like the life of our of our beautiful like constitutional republic. Man. Yeah, dude, crossfire. This is what this sh- every show should be like. We shouldn't all agree. Like you, you told me that one day. That's you right. You said we shouldn't yeah. all agree, and I said, I hate that. and I said. JD, that's why I love you, brother. So listen, guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up. We're going to get Nick involved. We're going to talk about some other stories. We got more texters. The line's blowing up. Uh, we'll see what they say. Big Nick. We're going to get Nick on. Big Nick. We're going to get Nick yeah. on. Everybody stay tuned. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No, and our guest, Jay Deplorable, who joins us every Thursday. He's recapping what we, you know, we were going through his interview yesterday with Lauren Bobert, which was a great interview, and, and I'm just trying to bring up some other things, and we're talking about it. It's a great conversation. We have a few more texts coming in. I'm going to go ahead and just read them. Uh, somebody from the 970 texted in and said, it's a large field running for District 4. Let's hear from the other candidates, Mike Lynch, Peter Yu, and several more. They also say that uh, they know J.D. had Mike Lynch on the show recently. Uh, let's see, some more textures. I mean, they're just they're, they're piling in here, J.D. It's like they really want to tell us what they think, which I appreciate and very much, very much love. Uh, question, why I love then? that. Yep. They say, why lie when the truth will do? Um, I that's yeah. Let's let's not lie. I don't like lying. Agreed. Uh, so agreed. That's that's a good thing. I mean, great observations, great contributions. We have other stories though, gentlemen. I, I want to get into here today because you know we. I think we've really gotten to the bottom of that. I don't know that we can do much more besides uh, maybe have a conversation with 
some more candidates and, and see what they say, all the candidates, right? Let's bring them all on. Like J.D. does such a good job. Well, we've it. had several on already with right. more coming, right? Yeah, I was saying, like, you do such a good and, job uh, at We really appreciate it, and that's very – got J.D. Uh, – uh, yeah, I mean, there there's several people coming on, and Uh-oh. even from dis- heard, other districts, too. I heard a name there that I may <laughs> have recognized. That would be a great interview, J.D. Nah. We would be very fun. It would be very fun to hear. Um but let's get yeah, into some. I can't say anything yet. Nah, well, you, you kind of spilled the the, well, the cat maybe out of the bag. Did I? Yeah. Well, Did we'll I see. Do that? Was we'll that see. me? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. There's other stories, right? That I thought would be interesting for us to kind of give a commentary on real quick. Just uh, have you guys heard of this Google AI image generator and what it's been doing lately? Is any, has anybody else picked up this story? This is wild. So Google's artificial intelligence image generator, Gemini, is now apparently, according to the people who produced it and people are using it, uh, refusing to produce graphics of a man in Tiananmen Square is one of the things. But it's also doing this strange thing where it seems to be only producing images of people of color. And it, it, it will, in almost every circumstance, regardless of what it's prompted, it will only produce images of people of color, which... Is, is just wild, but uh, Nick, I, I know you, you've heard of this story. What, what are your thoughts on it? I've seen it, and I, I saw, okay, so any of the stereotypes for that, you know, in the past have been, uh, you know, uh, applied to, I don't know, black people or brown people, they are, that's when you'll get a white family, like, for example, eating chicken or, or things like that, you know, and, which is bizarre, uh, to think about why would they do something like that? It's uh, you know, and, and it's not. There's no way AI is is doing that on its own because clearly, if it used all the available information, um, it would have a mix of all all types of people. If you hit refresh, it does another generation of an image, but it's always you know, uh, you know, a white a family that's that's eating chicken, um, which is bizarre. Like I said, man, everybody likes chicken, um, so I, I don't understand it. But it sounds to me like. They're catering it, or they've already prepped it and, and probably deployed it in China, if not already. I don't know. It's it's it sounds like a. I'm just I'm just so sick of Google. You know, this is this is communist stuff that they're doing. They're they're trying to destroy what inf, you know the reality and what the truth is, and and that uh, dampens everything. Agree, JD. I love what Nick just said about it. And, and you know, it's crazy how many times have I been lately talked about how it's really wild how the left, how these globalist billionaires, how these Soros people, the, the Obamas, the Clintons, it's crazy how the left is trying to change the demographics of everything, the country, the voter bases. Um, does, and does this go along with that? Does this back up what I keep saying that I'm telling you, they are trying to create a new demographic here in this country and 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 there's nothing racist about that my my point is is that they're trying to create a new demographic of people who will do what they want them to do yeah and then the other ones who aren't doing what they want i guess they're trying to convince them to do it too i don't know it's crazy 
an exploitable underclass is really what they're they're seeking to bring in, and that's why they're they're allowing our border to be invaded yeah. and, and other things. Uh, but also to to Nick's point about you know the the, the racial stuff, it, it really is fascinating to me how um, it's it they've been taught this DEI you know woke progressive you know uh, what is it critical race theory stuff where it's it, it, it almost the, the tenet principles that could be summarized with all of those theories as being like. To rectify and just to, to, to make bet to make uh, better the, the injustice of the past, what they have to do today is 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 basically become racist. That, that's what they it's 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 almost within their writing. It's saying to to right the wrongs of historical injustices. We need to make others feel you know what we felt, and we have to you know prioritize ourselves over others based on skin color. And it's like. What, you, what they don't understand is just as what happened historically created, created what we're seeing today with this, this backlash, the pendulum swing, whatever it is, I think they're being very short-sighted and not understanding that if they do this today – and it reject Martin Luther King, reject the the you know kind of colorblind society that we were we were aiming toward, where it's not it's not the color of your skin, it's the content of your character, it's a meritocracy. If they reject that now and they adopt this critical race theory, woke progressivism that that really is racism in a different form, then there's going to be an equal backlash in the future. And and they don't I don't think they fully understand what repercussions they're they're laying the groundwork for today. And that's not me making a threat. That's just me making a historical observation, right? Yeah. Who would have ever thought too, that the Democrats, Let, Nick, let's the give, left? Yeah. Who, who would have ever thought that the left would have would have uh, uh, turned their back on Martin Luther King and, and and that their views on him now that they they would consider him an Uncle Tom? I mean, uh, it's these wild. people have lost their minds, Nick. It's crazy. So so look, riddle me this, Craig. They say, oh, we're a racist country. We're so racist. But look, look at all the people that are coming across the border. What do they look like to you? They don't think this place is racist. That's why they're coming here. No, there's a black and brown people mainly are coming across the border into the United States. You know, people from Russia and other places are coming too. But, you know, if they thought it was racist, why would they be coming here? That's a good question. I don't see him. I don't see him flooding China, which is like one of the most racist countries in the world. Uh, it is probably the most. Yeah, Russia's bad, but but China's really bad as far as what I've been oh able to, gosh, to read yeah. about. It's just wild how flagrant and open they are in as far as racism goes there. Um, but. Yeah, because they believe Han. They believe in in Han supremacy, Chinese Han supremacy. That they are, you know, literally, it's like white supremacy on steroids, but across the whole country and in every facet of government. Um, so that's what Asian we're dealing with. Nazis. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and Nazis in Ukraine, right? How about that? Um, let's let's talk about another thing. Let's kind of switch it up here real quick. Uh, we got this statement from. The uh, president of El Salvador, which was on fire yesterday, he completely flamed a BBC reporter with this rebuttal of Western uh, philosophy on um, you know these South American countries and how they should be run. The European Union, we took the recipes from the United States. None of the recipes worked. More bloodshed, more people were dying. So what do we do? Okay, we do something and we save people. And now we're the safest country in the Western Hemisphere. But suddenly something's bad. Oh, but you shouldn't do that. You should do what I think you should do. Why? If it, not only we have the right to do what we think is right and the, what the Salvadoran people are going to decide whether or not they want this day in, in free elections, but also we've proven it works. 
and you haven't proven that your system works in our country. Might work in yours, I don't know. But it doesn't work in ours. It's like I told one time um, a member of the European Union, I know you, 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 you Brexited that, but I told a member of the European Union, you take your best government, choose your best government. I, I, know, I don't know what's your best, the best government in Europe, but you choose your best government. Same people, same talent, same experts, same will to do things the right way. You take your best government and you put him to govern Afghanistan and tell them, okay, you govern Afghanistan the same way you govern this European country. You'll be dead in a week because you cannot govern Afghanistan like you govern Europe. So stop trying to, to, to make us use your recipes because they don't work here. You have your, you have your own system. We're not, we don't tell you that you shouldn't have a monarchy. I mean, we're fine with your monarchy. We, we love your monarchy. It's fine. But we don't say, oh, you shouldn't have a monarchy and you shouldn't have hereditary titles. In, uh, why? Because it's your country. You can do whatever you want with it. But suddenly, we have to do what you want to do with our country. So I think he makes a pretty good point. And uh, I think what they fear most is that other South American and other countries are going to start saying this kind of rhetoric. And this could lead to some change, but it will be changed for the better, in my opinion. But we'll get everybody's opinion when we come back. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. You can run on for a long time. Run on. Go 
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No, and our guest, Jay Deplorable. So, guys, before the break, we played the El Salvadoran president giving his, you know, just complete and total uh, flamed. He flamed a BBC reporter in his response to them, criticizing him for his tactics and making El Salvador one of the safest countries in the world now from being one of the most dangerous. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. What are your thoughts? And then we'll, we'll bounce over to J.D. That's the same country, right, that rounded up all of their gangs, and yeah. we saw them, you know, run into the prison and, and then crouch down. Uh, you know, I think we need that in the United States. Amen, you know, brother. Um, we need that. Shoot, we needed that five years ago. You know, um, it, this it has our entire country has been infested by operatives that don't have the United States interest in mind, and even foreign nationals that are that are. Buying off politicians. I mean, shoot, we have a Chinese woman on an election board now in San Francisco. She doesn't even speak English, and she's Chinese. Well, you know, it's, it's madness. <laughs> she's not even a legal citizen. <laughs> oh, okay, JD, isn't this the guy who I've seen all the videos and the pictures and everything, which are wonderful, by the way? of like 40,000 gang bangers on their knees with their heads down uh, in rows in prisons that this guy has built over there. Yeah. And people are giving him a hard time. But I'll tell you what, man, you know what? They're the safest they've been maybe ever. And sometimes you got to you got to do hard things that people don't like to protect the majority of the people who are good people. You got to do what you got to do, oh, man. Oh, I mean, or just enforce the law. Like maybe that we could start there. <laughs> like I lived in California for several years, JD. That would be a start. And like they didn't even enforce the law there to to a high level. I mean, it was like lawlessness. I mean, uh, his name's Naib. Bukili, Bukili. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly, probably, but he is the president of El Salvador. And yes, he is the guy famously who has the videos of MS-13 being marched into the prisons and, and the entire gangs being swept up overnight. And, you know, you want to see that at minimum law and order be restored here. You know, talk about Trump. He's the law and order president. And you talk about law and order a lot. But... There is there are parts of our country that are just lawless and and I've seen them firsthand. I lived uh, in them uh, for a while, and it's something that that we have to address on a state level, but we also have to address on a federal level. And uh, you know, we could take some lessons, I'm sure, from what they've done down there in El Salvador. So finally, the story that I want to cut, touch on before we we wrap it up here, we're getting close. American Red Cross faces scrutiny because now it's requiring that you uh, indicate whether or not you received a COVID-19 vaccine before you're eligible to donate blood. Now, what a strange thing to say. I thought this was all safe and effective, the most safe and effective thing since the beginning of time. I mean, have any, have either of you guys seen this story? This is wild. This just came out in the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, this is just beyond anything, J.D. We talked about this two years ago. Like, I wonder if down I wonder if this is going to affect the blood supply you know we've talked about that and and, and here we are you know I'm always saying Democrats always have to learn everything the hard way in a year or two too late here we go again right couldn't have said it better Nick yeah and um, you know I'm gonna charge a 
$20,000 premium for my blood because I made the right choices and used my brain. And I heard that, you know, um, I want to get you know, if that. it's with the blood too, then I, I bet sperm banks would probably start paying more money too. Well, we've all seen the, the, the jokes and the memes about that, uh, about unvaccinated uh, sperm and all that stuff. But here's the thing. Let me just say this. You know, we, I watched this undercover video yesterday where, where they basically was, I think it was an O'Keefe investigation. James O'Keefe, great. You know, shout out him. He does a great job. Uh, he was basically, you know, they did this undercover investigation. They're talking to the Red Cross officials. And they're like, you know, how do we get unvaccinated blood? They're like, well, you can't. And then they're like, well, how do we, can we tell the difference between unvaccinated blood and regular blood? No, we can't. Okay, but why do we have to indicate that, that our blood is, is vaccinated? Well, because there are all these side effects that are now being, you know, obviously coming up that we don't uh, want to transfer to other people. Okay, well, that's interesting. And then they were like, well, well how can we make sure we have unvaccinated blood? So here's, here's the solution. And, and for everybody out there who's like, well, well, now that you're worried, right? You get in a car accident, you don't know what blood you get. You can go to, I guess, a blood bank or something like that. And you can actually give your own blood and keep it in storage for yourself. Uh, or you can get a family member who you know is unvaccinated to donate for you uh, if you ever need it. So that, that was their solution. That's, that's from the Red Cross. Oh. So... That's what they suggested that you do. So they thought they didn't know they were being recorded, obviously. They thought that, that you know, that they were just talking to some doctor. Uh, but that's that was their solution. So there you go. There, there's a solution for everybody out there. Uh, uh, Nick, thoughts? Well, I, I know that that's probably a good solution to the difficult problem. You know, uh, I, I would do that for myself if they were able to, to store it. Um, but... Uh, you know, I really wish they would come out and just say the truth. Why don't they just do that about what's happening? I mean, really go after these people. These people, they lied about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine so they could get an emergency status for something they knew was poison. And I, I think they need to be held accountable. That That's something ultimately that it leads to. Nuremberg 2.0, J.D.? I think they will be held accountable, a lot of them, if Trump gets back into office. That's my opinion. Well, we can only hope. All right. And they need to be. So we're hitting our final break before our last segment. I want to give, J.D., you a second. Any final thoughts on, on what we've talked about here today? Uh, because we're going to have a short segment after the break. Uh, no, great topics, great shows guys do a great job and uh, I appreciate coming on man I mean it's it's always a lot of fun and and interesting it's I like doing it well we love having you on brother it's always a pleasure uh, Nick you'll get your final thought after the break but let me just say this you know every time we we have our our guests on we always want to really go in, into all the directions that we can to get a robust conversation going and JD is is one of my favorite people to bring on and that's why we have him on every week because he gives us a perspective that is unique and very valuable just like I believe mine and Nick and, and everybody out there contributing so when you guys texted in today thank you you guys are the best you make this show better your thoughts your contributions your opinions your questions all of it i can't tell you how much i appreciate it make sure you stay tuned because we're going to leave you with a little bit of hope and encouragement to take with you today but that's uh that's it we'll be back after the break stay tuned you're listening to just form talk radio
This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, in the K- back just form talk radio with your host craig james and nick no and our guest jay deplorable you know in our final segment we segment we always go into our god's grace greater segment because look all this stuff that's happening in this world it'll all come to nothing what's most important is how uh, spiritually we are connected to god that is what's going to be able to transcend all the, the wrong and bad and evil that's in this world but also help us see more clearly the good and positive and hopeful things that are all around us every day that sometimes we get in tunnel vision with looking at you know the negative and then we we kind of ignore the positive and, and i'm guilty of that i put my hand up to god and i say god please give me clarity give me sight give me ability to see both the good and the bad and have clarity of thought and discernment with that though nick final thoughts and then we'll uh we'll do our scripture reading yeah i've got a i'm gonna say a quote from albert einstein so uh, learn from yesterday live for today hope for tomorrow the important thing is to not stop questioning Amen, brother. I love that. Maybe that'll be uh, something we can get from you every day. We can get a nice quote from uh, from our friend Nick, who uh, has done such a great job. We're thankful. And thank you to JD for joining us again. We really appreciate you, and, and uh, we're, we're already excited to bring you back on next week. So, um, my, pl- my pleasure, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, and JD. Here we go. Uh, Psalm 49, we're in the book of Psalms still, of course. We, you know, I'm like one of those preachers, like, back to the book of Psalms, you know. Although I'm not a preacher, I'm just an evangelist who wants to share the, the gospel with as many people as I can. This is talking about misplaced trust in wealth. And I think it's uh, rather interesting, yet uh, uh, maybe there's some insight for somebody out there listening. I know we can all take something away from this. Let's listen. It says, hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all who inhabit the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth speaks wisdom. My heart's meditation brings understanding. I turn my ear to a proverb. I explain my riddle with a liar. 
Why should I fear in times of trouble? The iniquity of my foes surrounds me. They trust in their wealth and and boast in their abundant riches. Yet these cannot redeem a person or pay his ransom to God. Since the price of redeeming him is too costly, one should forever stop trying so that he may live forever and not see the pit. For one can see the wise men die. Foolish and stupid men also pass away. Then they leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their eternal homes, their homes from generation to generation, though they have named estates after themselves. But despite his assets, man will not last. He is like the animals that perish. This is the way of those who are arrogant and of their followers who approve of their words. Like sheep, they are headed for Sheol. Death will shepherd them. The upright will rule over them in the morning, and their form will waste away in Sheol, far from their lofty abode. But God will redeem my life from the power of Sheol, for he will take me. Do not be afraid when a man gets rich, when the wealth of his house increases, for when he dies, he will take nothing at all. His wealth will not follow him down. Though he praises himself during his lifetime, and people praise you when you do well for yourself, he will go to the generation of his fathers. They will never see the light. But a man with valuable possessions, but without understanding, is like the animals that perish. And I'll just say this. There are things that are important in this world, and Jesus made it very clear when he explained to us that we should never focus on building our treasure here in this world where it will rust and tarnish. We must build our treasure in heaven, and what does that look like? That looks like living righteously, committing to the Great Commission as per, as prescribed in Matthew 28, going out and making disciples of all nations, and giving your life to God, and letting Him fill you with the abundance that He has in store for you. So if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, here's my request. Open your heart, say a prayer, repent, and trust that He can fill your heart with the treasure that can only be found in heaven, and that's where I'm going to go ahead and leave it. I want to say thank you to JD. I want to say thank you to Nick No. I want to say thank you to everybody who texted and, and, and gave their thoughts and opinions. You guys make this show great. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Until then, I'm Craig. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you patriots.